looking out for number one, California, here we come, right back where we started from. Hustle, scrape your guns, your shadow is a ton, driving down the 101, California, here we come, right back where we started from, California. Are you nervous? You look nervous. Are you okay? I mean, we'll see. You're s- don't say the name of the show. Did you say OC? T? I said we'll see. We'll see. Okay, sorry. I misheard. You look sweaty. Like, I'll be fine. You know that, right? Like, what's the worst that could happen? I don't know. You're just my baby little boy. Okay, this is it, dude. No Are helmet. No training wheels. Do you want me to? Would it make you feel better if I put on a helmet? I'll drive along in my car a little behind you. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, but the problem is that you keep bumping my back tire. That's not cool. That's not what parents do. When you teach your kid to ride a bike, you don't bump their back tire with a car. Life is hard. It's going to have obstacles. If there are none, I will make them for you. All right, you ready? Three, two. Welcome to the OCD, bitch. The only podcast on the planet that covers every TV show based on a comic book or comic book. (laughs) Seminal, I forgot. Seminal comic book or the uh, only podcast that covers every episode of the seminal and underrated uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, Fox TV okay, show sure, sure. based on comic book. Nothing to do with comic books. Uh, okay. Why are we doing Except a show about award we give. Um, uh, seminal and underrated Fox TV show. Sure. Name the OC. Yes. Is there anything else? I mean, I have some pizzazz, but it's your first time. You'll get there. Can I work on the pizzazz later, yes. please? Pizzazz comes later. Because remember, pizzazz is just pizza with a couple of Z's. It's sleeping pizza. Oh, man, did you just write an ad for pizzazz? <laughs> My name is Ryan, and I will be the only person that takes you on this journey tonight. Flying solo, folks. We're gonna monologue. Should I? Should I leave? Oh, well, I mean, there's not really uh, two in monologues. Can you let go of my hand then? Who would do this show better? Who would do the OCD better by themselves? Me or you? Well, I... Be honest here. Have some pizzazz. I know what the show is. Uh-huh. And I know what our show is. Seminal. Seminal. Uh-huh. Underrated. Right. Nothing to do with comic books. Okay. So, me. You think that it would be you because you know what the intro cue cards say? I have say? 40 under my belt. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but... You're tired. You got senioritis. You don't want to do it anymore. I'm fresh. I'm hip. I'm new, baby. I feel like I don't know if you know what senioritis means. Once the intro's done, though, like that's really your only skill set. Where now I've got all of the like. Do you think you know how to start a segment? Uh huh. You got it in you. Yes. All right. When we come back, I'm going to start. I'm the- Mike. Shut up. You normally you fucking suck at this. When we come back, I'm going to start the second part of the intro. What show are we talking about? The OC. Welcome to the second part of the intro of OCD, bitch. My name is Ryan, and with me as always is Mike. Hi, Ryan. And that's the last thing you're going to hear from Mike, because tonight is a monologue, and I'm going to do it better than Mike ever could. Okay, but, like, I know you're doing a thing, but you can't, like, cry on my shoulder during the break and then do this attitude. It's just real whiplash for me. What? We had, like, uh, like a 90-minute break, and that was it, and there wouldn't even be time for me to cry on your shoulder. That's so much time. That's too long to cry. And, like, let go. if you want me to leave, I'll leave, but you have to let go of my hand. Okay. You're white-knuckling my hand right now. I let now. go. I let go. Look, I let go. Okay, but now you're just holding my sleeve. Yeah, I let go of your hand, though. So should I unzip? What are you nervous about? Like, what do you, what do you think that I could possibly do with this one single episode of the OCD? I guess I'd be worried you just talk about The Flash all night. Mm-hmm. So that would suck. Well, you have to admit that The Flash is based on a comic book or comic book property. It is. That's a different entity. Does it bother you that the OC 
and you have your biases. Oh, for sure. Your bias eyes. Does it bother you that the OC uh, feels definitely more like a DC show than a Marvel show? Do you get that mm. feeling? Oh, yeah. Well, the comics they talk about are more often DC. Though they, they did throw that sweet Legion ref. That's DC. No, buddy. Legion of superheroes. I'm going to fire you from all of our shows after tonight. That's fun. What a fun, weird thing I have to do. They brought up now. Legion starring Professor X's son? Yeah, David Haller himself. He started the Legion of Superheroes? Yeah. He crossed over. That's how powerful he is. He jumped to the 30th century of the DC universe. Mike, you gave me the keys to this show tonight because uh, we had to break a show in half, and we already talked about Seth and Summer, Zach and Marissa. Mm -hmm. Those kids we're not going to talk about tonight. Marissa might show up a little. Okay, Marissa might show up a little. Um, We talked about the Walkmen. The Walkmen, yes. We talked about Alex. The Peach Pit is here. What do they call it? The bait shop is here. If this is the first time that you watch this particular episode, who are you putting more money on to like be an OC superstar? Alex or Lindsay? Who has the better intro? I think Alex does because the show puts so much pressure on Lindsay's intro. Mm-hmm. And then Alex gets to just slide in. This is episode 203, part two mm-hmm. of the OC season two. Wait, are you? I was going to say that at some point. Huh? I'm just saying like my thoughts are... Uh, are you underhosting right I now? I don't think so. I wouldn't do that. That's not in me. Have I ever underhosted a single episode of the OCD? Oh, uh, no, sir. I have You've so not. many opportunities. Sure. I guess you show up. You could do it. What we haven't done really that much is talk about the adults. So when we come back, what happens if you were a teenager in the past, but now you're not and you're older? I ask that every morning. That's word. We all need a little help sometimes. And you can help us. That's so saying the Beatles? Yes. In their hit song, Help Me Please, Rhonda. Help Me Please, Rhonda. You're my only hope. Stop giving me flat tires. Parentheses, not the car kind. You keep stepping on my heels. Is that what Rhonda's thing is? Yeah, Rhonda, all Rhondas Mm -hmm. fucking love giving flat tires. Like there's some sort of middle school bully named Devin. Well, they, uh, their name is Rhonda. Yeah. And they look at tires and they're like, oh, those are Rhonda. And so I don't want them to be Ronda, so they flatten them. Because there can only be one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ronda or Ronda. And they've never walked in a rotunda. No. And just like that song reminds me that we also need a little help sometimes, Ryan. What are ways our listeners can help us? You could send us Beatles songs so we know what they actually sing. Now, I live in the Yesterday universe now. I don't know any Beatles song ever. Um, you can go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You can make that your new Amazon bookmark. Order things from there. Yes. Let's do like a real quick rundown of every single thing that's on Amazon. Zip ties. I think that's it. They have everything from A to zip tie. <laughs> and it's a zip tie it's to zip, a ties. zip ties. <laughs> so that's your new Amazon way. You can also go over to patreon.com slash your pop filter and get all kinds of extra little tidbits, bonus shows, articles, and articles, and sometimes t-shirts. It's your. De- it's really your decision. How much is the tier where we just give you less content, like, <laughs> less content <laughs> than the person less. who's zero? Thirty dollars a month. That's that's a pretty good deal. We'll give you less. We'll be in your ears and eye holes less. We'll pretend that we only do like one twenty-minute podcast a week. That's every, and it's just solemnly reading the news. I don't even know how to sound solemn. Uh, I think you do. Like, is that where it's like solemnly reading, born on a? Reading? Yep. Is that it? You know. Do we have any more commercials to do, Mike? (laughs) 
And finally, help us out by rating and reviewing the very show you're listening to right now, wherever you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, subscribe it, tell your friends. Let us know you told your friends. Be a mensch. Let your friends let them know you told them. Bye. Mike. Ryan. There is a part of the OC that is about adults. And all the teenagers listening, what they don't know is at some point you graduate high school. No. You get old. No. uh, Your hair turns gray. No. And your genitals fall off. No. Yes. And you have to sew them on to a donkey. To a donkey? Yes. You have to take his tail. That's going to stop falling off. You're going to sew that to your genitals. You're going to sew your genitals onto his butt. Is that why he's sad all the time? That's why he's sad. He's got genital butt. (laughs) I get it. The adults in this episode are very nervous because, one, Caleb Nickel is going to jail. Uh-huh. And at, at this point, like, we know, right? Is it about how much jail time? Well, is yeah, because if- last episode he got taken to jail. Mm-hmm. And then this episode he's out. But that was jail, like county jail. That was like uh, where there's it's one cell. It's just a cowboy that guards it. And just with a harmonica, right. everybody gets one. He throws you guitar. You can open the door at your leisure. You can like walk out, go to the bathroom. You can left anytime you want. Uh-huh. On a system here, sir. Uh, yeah, they they. It's a given. Julie is kind of finding out and is freaking out. Like, why does this always happen to me? But she's like a very like Scarlett O'Hara. Like, I'll never go hungry again. Is Julie surprised by the uh, wacky luck that she has two criminal husbands now? Uh, outwardly, she says she is. Like, I can't believe it. But, like, her and Jimmy have the – and, like, more and more their conversations I live for. Uh-huh. They're fascinating because they don't like each other. Or they don't love each other, but they like each other. Like, I don't know. Respect is growing in a way it never was before. But, like, for the first time in probably a decade, they stopped having those, like, weird forced, I guess we're married conversations uh-huh. – and they started being real. They're in the real world, San Francisco. And it's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's a big, lonely house out there. But he's like, well, maybe you shouldn't marry for money this time. And she's like, I never did that. Well, the first time I didn't do that, which was super funny right. and super honest. So she is, probably not to anybody else, but at least to Jimmy, openly admitting she married, married Caleb's balls for money. Because why, why lie to Jimmy at that point? He lives on a fucking boat. And Jimmy wasn't rich when they got married. No. And that's what she she says. I didn't marry you for money. She doesn't say you weren't fucking rich then. Uh, and he was like, well, you're right. Married because pregnant. She's like, no, no, no. You married me because I got pregnant. I married you because I was in love with you. God damn, Juku. Like, this is the realest Juku moment in all four seasons. And he doesn't fuck it up. They both just look like sad and think about 20 years for a second. It was crazy. It was very weird. Um, this is my Jimmy's got a Jimmy. Not that part, because Jimmy looks like a big dope. Like He, <laughs> he just uh, flushed 10 years of marriage down the toilet. But my Jimmy's got a Jimmy moment is here because uh, he's like, uh, I'm not worried about you, Julie. You're, you're very strong. You're a cockroach. Nothing can get you down. Um, and then it, he says, nobody puts Julie in a corner. Yeah. But it cuts. When, it, uh, when he says that, it cuts to Julie. And it's, like, it's very clearly ADR. Like, Jimmy is saying this over that shot. Right. And... What did he actually say? Or? Was Jimmy just not able to get this line? Like, was he... he just he, giggling the whole time? He like, kept the fumbling. movie! Or what if, like, uh, he has such a high regard for Dirty Dancing, he, like, ref- I will not I make not a reference that. to that movie. And they had to bring a Jimmy sound-alike in to do that line. They brought in a cartoon Hercules. And he said it. <laughs> but, like, this person, this Jimmy sound-alike, who was like, I'm not going to do the fucking Elvis impression. I'm going to do Tate Donovan. Dude, Tate and when Donovan. I finally get that call, it's going to be amazing. And it's... Tate Donovan is like soulful, 
mid-level. It's not low. It's not high. It's he almost might be vulnerable and cry. Mm-hmm. He has an interesting voice. It's a, a it's a uh, it's like a sixteen-year-old who's been through some shit. He, and that's why he worked so well as Hercules because Hercules we all know he's strong. Mm-hmm. But does he have a heart? Right. And Tate Donovan gave him that heart. He can go to the distance. So would that make Julie his Megara? Megara? How do you say that? I, I think, because, yeah, Megara. Megara. Okay, who fought Godzilla at some point. Oh, for sure. And I guess, no, because he wants to move on. She's his Phil. She's Danny DeVito. <laughs> so uh, Julie takes Marissa back and then has a funny line. She makes fun of Marissa to Jimmy. And I like that they, like Marissa storms off and says, like, yeah. oh, back to the gulag. Uh, which is a Russian prison, sure. Where you she only, just learned about it. You get that one spoon, and you have to always use that one spoon. And then for Ju- digging holes or digging porridge, Julie makes fun of her, and I love that because mm-hmm. Julie's always like, uh, "Shut up, Marissa! You got to do what I say, and I love you." And but like, actually, Marissa is sort of a stuck-up bitch. Let's make yeah. fun of her. Isn't it sillier? Like, and that shows like Julie's no longer trying to throw in the mental institution. Like, let's take a step back and be like, "Oh, this is bananas." Uh, My Jimmy's gonna Jimmy is from the same conversation. Because, one, he still gets a dig in even though they're bonding. He goes, so you're going to divorce him and take his kids? Which is very funny because her kids are her age. Uh-huh. Uh, but him him making her the villain she will be because he goes, she goes, no, he just makes me get snacks. Uh, and he goes, the woman I married wouldn't stand for that. And she goes, you're right. Like, <laughs> That's her like, origin no, Jimmy, moment. No, Jimmy. <laughs> She's becoming a human. When uh, Julie was like, oh, back to the game log, um, how often do you think that you said – something and then stormed out of the room and then your parents waited a second and then totally made fun of the drama queen that you were they never waited they never <laughs> waited one second have you ever heard them like make fun of what a dipshit you were oh yeah oh for sure my mom called us dingleberries and only years later she's like it's how i could call you pieces of shit without you knowing it and i was like what the fuck you you didn't know and you were like that's a weird fruit to call us yeah. i don't know what a dingleberry is but shit i up. keep trying to eat one it is weird now to think about how ridiculous my parents must have thought mm-hmm. I was in everything I said. Uh, I remember going to a Chuck E. Cheese party for my little sister's friends. So yep. I was 14. Is this at a Chuck E. Cheese or a party at a house for, for Chuck E. Cheese? For it was a surprise party for Chuck E. Charles Edward Cheese. And somebody threw away my soda. And instead of being like, mother, can I get another soda? 14, just started stomping and be like, what? That was my Coke! And she's like, just get a fucking another one. Yeah, I was a dingleberry. Yeah, uh, parents don't want jock kids because they think that they're going to make a lot of money later as athletes. They want them because they're stupid and not dramatic. Maybe internalize some emotions, man. <laughs> just just have fucking, one emotion that you keep to yourself. The world doesn't need to hear about every little fucking whim and chemical that goes through you. And then run to the mirror and like aggressively put on mascara just to freak them out a little bit more. You surprised, man? No, chill out. So Cal is like walking the plank. He's yeah. desperate. He's he's fucked. He's relying on Sandy. He needs and Kiki. he hates it. And he does what Cal always does, which is play this perfectly and make everyone happy. Oh no, oh, you watched a different show. Did I? I think so. Did I watch Judge Judy? You uh, yeah. Who makes everybody happy? Uh, one Sandy goes to the fucking table for Cal because he. I think the last episode, he's like, well, got to talk to the partners. I don't think they want me to take you on as a client. Which sounds like, uh, let me see what the partners think, and if they say no, everything will Gotta be fine. Like, it's, it's just a back-and-forth conversation. And they said, if you keep Cal as a client, you will not be here. And he decided to... Be, this is the bad side of Braddock's Finch is, 
I'm going to take a stand everywhere, but okay, take the fault. long view, yeah. man. That's not more integrity. Also, based on the firm we know, I guess they defended the wetlands. Is that why they're anti him? Because mm. they're also kind of shady sometimes. Because he's always like, they just want to defend rich people. But I mean, at this point, it would be like defending Paul Manafort. Like, this guy is a gangster. Yeah. So fuck that shit. Right. I don't so why is Sandy? Because family? Because it's Kirsten's father. <sighs> is he still, he is a criminal. Plus Caleb. Uh, all Caleb needs is for Sandy to be a good lawyer and mm-hmm. get him out of trouble. And instead of saying please, he says, well, if I go down, your wife and my daughter goes down with me. That's what Julie said too, man. You're villains. <laughs> and short, Caleb his entire life was saying, Kiki, you're going to go down. That's sort of how he is, his relationship works. But Sandy says, in order to save my wife, I'm going to do this. But here's my problem with the adults on this show. There's no repercussions. Right. There should be grudges constantly. Right. They're always awful. They're doing stuff that, like, I would never talk to these people again. And Sandy's like, Cal, that's fucked up. You're basically the Dr. Doom of Newport Beach. But, hey, let's barbecue on Saturday. Yeah, at least have, like, an awkward Thanksgiving. They don't have to be over every fucking day now. And so Cal says, all right, I got Sandy back. Now I'm going to get Kirsten back. Um, I'm just going to run my company. And Sandy says, well, actually, in every situation like this, the CEO has to step down. If there's all these accusations, Mm -hmm. if you're going to go to jail, in order to save the company, you just step down. You say, like, what? I don't know what's going on. And then you make somebody else the CEO. And he goes, of course, it's Kirsten. She already runs the company. And we've established, like, 20 episodes ago, CEO, of course, stands for Captain EO. Captain EO. Yeah. She should be the new Captain EO. She should be Captain EO. And Cal thinks about it, but at the same time... Julie's reminding him how I supported you, made him get those fucking muffins. Pumpkin muffins that so I love so much. So when he comes much. back and he's like, I have an announcement to make because he only does things the shittiest dramatic way. I'm naming Julie as CEO. Julie, who has, I guess, worked for a few months as an interior designer, and mm-hmm. that's her job description since she was 20. That's the mo- That's all she's done. Kirsten has run this company for years. She also, that one time, as far as jobs go, as far as resume, uh, told Jimmy to go get her that frozen yogurt that one time. That's true. Let's not forget that. I guess that is what a Captain EO does. Go give me that space frozen yogurt. Uh, And then she just, Julie embraces the evil. Like, I know I showed human to Jimmy, but not to these fucking people who have only helped me every time I need help. And it's so short-sighted because she knows that Cal's going to jail. Right. If she takes this job... Maybe she'll go to jail. She has no idea how to be a Captain EO of a, a giant company. But she does... Power for a second. She does get to give that smirk for that one second. And, and then, that's all she needs. Oh, man. And then Sandy and Kiki have a talk about it. And Kirsten's like, well, I can't quit. I don't know why she can't, because family. Uh, and I can't go back there. And this is my Sandy wisdom. His response is like, I don't know what you should do, but I know that I'm not the person you should be telling this to. I don't know who is, but that feels like wisdom. Don't tell me you're bullshit, lady. Uh, and then when she does try to talk to Cal, fucking Cal, his response is, well, the company needs you. Your family needs you, which I don't know what that fucking means. And then he goes, I need you. Julie will get bored anyway. So it's not he does not respect Julie. Not at all. Because he's like, she'll go to yoga bar. Right. Fuck. Julie sucks in a lot of ways, but she's very smart and could probably do this, you ass clown. He, uh, like... Kiki can't run it because uh, she's a dumb girl and my daughter. But this dumb bitch, who I also uh, much, much less uh, respect, can probably do it because she'll be, uh, you know, getting her nails done and buying me pumpkin muffins the entire time. I, I actually, I'm going to make her CEO because that's hilarious. Yeah, like, imagine just, that if a girl. What a LARP. He is the Dr. Doom of fucking Newport. And he uh, knows this one thing, this one crazy thing, this one thing that you'll never believe. And we'll talk about it when we come back. 
Before I get into what the thing is, I want to give my Sandy wisdom out, which is, uh, again, the only thing a CEO can do in this situation is step down. Um, our company is having some issues. Is it? Yeah. Uh, and you know, let's not play dumb here. Uh, and we have a Captain EO. Who's our Captain EO? It's you. And I, I, I don't know if, uh, like, are you going to stay up top and fight all of these things? Or do so. you think that maybe it's time to step down? No, I believe in the original Wait, Captain EO. Sh- do you hear that on the? It, did somebody just click in on the phone? Do you hear that? Stop listening. That's not going to make people listen. You can't scream into the phone like "Stop listening." And if you're a cop, you have to tell us. If you have a cop, if you have, you a have cop, one cop, you have to tell us you have the cop. So you're not going to. You're just going to remain no. captain of this ship. I'm going to jump from Captain Neo to Captain Neo and take the fight straight to them. And also, Captain Neo is just like a. Uh, it's just a like a nominal term. It's not literal. Like, you don't have to. We didn't have to hire that blue guy with the, the trunk and the robot that can turn into a drum set. We didn't have to hire those people. We get tax breaks if we hire those kinds of people. They asked for $400,000 a year, and you said no. Half a mil. Yeah. Negotiations. Good Captain EO. Now they owe me later. But the one, the one cool thing is that uh, we can find those, like, weird robot ladies and turn mm-hmm. them into Angelica Houston. Are we still allowed to talk about this after the HBO documentary? I don't is Captain EO off the, off the boards? Did we know when he was Captain EO what was happening? Yes, we did. We always did. Then maybe the documentary is not the issue. Fucking everything is the issue. It's probably yes. Um, I just hope I don't learn anything bad about Firefest because I love loving that. <laughs> that is your one. That's your passion. Uh, so Cal says Julie should run it because one, he's in the ultimate deal maker, art of the deal. Mm-hmm. It's good for my relationship, right? That's your yeah. number one reason for doing business things. He'll get that thing late at night still. And the only thing that we know about law is that you cannot try a husband <laughs> and a wife for the same crime, right? He has the worst fucking lawyers. <laughs> T-Bone. Uh, I think that's maybe that's just OC law. Like, that's just Orange County maritime law. But not like it's not a law that's passed only in OC. It's just a thing that only Orange County people think yeah. about law. They, they have the worst fucking law school. I don't, uh, I don't know. It's just one person just started making money that way. But is it just to appease dumb Julie, who's a girl who likes her nails done and yoga lotties and like this will make her smirk? Or is he actually going to take her down? Because he does seem nervous. He treats his daughter like shit uh-huh. and property and doesn't care. But he does seem at one point nervous that it's possible that Kiki could go down. Yeah, I wonder if it's it's not just that he has the worst fucking lawyers, but it's if she never fully has that title, she can't Kiki can't be blamed for those things. So it's the opposite. He knows Julie could go down for it. Could she though? Like uh, could Kirsten go down because it seems like she handled 100% of the legit. She handled the olive oil part uh-huh. of the company while Caleb handled the I am the godfather part of the company. Yeah, I I think she definitely has her blinders on because she's just like, Uncle Sean, he just helped. Like, she was willfully obtuse. And then the more she, now, a year ago, I don't think she could go down. But at this point, she could. And Sandy could go down. Like, there's so much uh, conflicted interests going on. And just nobody's talking about that because they all have the worst fucking lawyers. And then the other question is when, uh, when Caleb says, Hey, Sandy, you have to do this because otherwise I will make sure that your family, my daughter, goes to jail do you buy that i know that caleb and julie are the uh villain villainous uh-huh. of orange county but is that just a empty threat yeah maybe maybe he is like a bully and he knows he can make sandy see red so sandy won't think straight so he'll just help him and hate caleb instead of thinking one step he's like no you won't 
call the bluff. But that is a good call though, because uh, Caleb's like Caleb has no morals. Uh huh. But Sandy's biggest fault is his, and right. Caleb would know that, right? So that's what you would fuck with. Yeah, well, you can't say, "Hey, Sandy, if you uh, defend me, I'm going to give you this briefcase for, full of three hundred million dollars." Right. That doesn't work. You fuck with this instead. I guess it's bananas that Kirsten and Sandy don't have a real ass talk about everything that different people are whispering to one of them, mm-hmm. and then being like, "Yeah, fuck him. Let's wear wires. Let's throw them under the bus hardcore." Because I get there's family, but not if family is saying, "Do this, and then you'll go to jail, or you'll go to jail." Based on the amount of drama that we see on TV and is probably the same in our real lives, have you ever considered just always wearing a wire? No. I've <laughs> never considered that. Why do you keep winking to- towards the window? What are you doing right now? I have a thing it's, in my eye. It's just a twitch? Just a twitch in my eye. I've never worn a wire. Don't let him know. The reason that I'm not worried about your wire is because your uh, constant chest scratching. Mm-hmm. Like, There's no way that they would get any information. It, all it would be is just buzzy. But it itches. No, sure, bud. Your chest itches. Doesn't that make that help better? It's probably the tape that's holding the wire up. I It just it gets in my hair, and I don't... Ah! I figured it out. He got me. All right. That's the adults. Is there anything else you want to cover with the adults? No, I, that, that's the adults. Haley's it's, gone. Haley's gone. Jimmy's alone on a boat. <laughs> just a fucking what a sad sack alone on a boat. And yeah, it's it's crazy that Sandy's just like, I guess I'll lose my job. Over, uh, it's fucking annoying. Just to go back to this real quick, you know and hate the fact that uh, I can't stop holding grudges. But shouldn't some of these people be pissed for a little longer? for sure. The amount of times they've already forgiven Cal. And they're just like, well, nothing you can do. Yes, cut these poisonous people out of your life. They're not just toxic. They are criminals. And if you don't, if nobody stands up to them, they could become the goddamn president. Cut them out. (laughs) That's the thing. Yeah, it's not about how like how high they climb on the social ladder or business ladder. It's that uh, they never know that they did wrong. They will just keep doing this shit. It's not, it's not hold a grudge because you're, you think that you're important and you should stop talking to the people. They need to learn. They should Always learn. be teaching people lessons. A-B-T-P-T-L. All right, that's the adults. When we come back, we will not be talking about any other characters except for... Ryan Atwood and other characters. There are so many things out there in the world, and we make most of them. And I bet you want to give your opinion. (laughs) Yes. Make sure that you're talking into the pop filter. So, studio audience, who's looking away for a second, or listeners, or guy in the back who was sneezing so he couldn't see, my pop filter fell off my mic, but I caught it and kept talking into that. Pulling the mic away from you. <laughs> I got confused and scared. Yeah, I know. If you're confused and scared, we're here to help. Not legally, we can't really help you or give advice, but reach out at your pop filter on Twitter. What are other ways they can reach out to us? You can email us at contact at yourpopfilter.com. Let us know that <laughs> maybe uh, these live reads aren't going well. <laughs> or, I don't know why we wrote this script like this. Or call our robot associates. Uh, or we're not doing that anymore. Don't call him. Well, we'll just for this last him. time, call yeah. him. One, One five six two. Doctor DJ Pop. We're gonna take him behind the robot shed. Put a robot bullet in his robot brain. Wait, do you think that when they go out and kill dogs, they take him out behind a dog shed yes. made of dogs? Yeah. Dogs do shed though. Woof. In the Woof. summertime, Woof. especially Roomba's if you got going a crazy in Southern California. That's cruel. You shouldn't do that. Put I know it down. You think it's cute, but put that shit down. <laughs> take it behind the dog shed. <laughs> kill it. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know what. <laughs> 
I don't. I don't know. In 1874, Abraham Lincoln said the most important words ever stated in the United States of America. He said, I have a mop, Ryan. Who is that Ryan, and what is he doing, Mike? Ryan is dealing with the fact that he has this new lab partner. One, he's in all these AP classes now because new helpful dean is like, nope, you're going to be an architect, and here's the classes you need. You're in AP physics now. And his lab partner happens to be the girl whose morning he just fucking ruined. Spilled coffee on her, hit her with his backpack and in his elbow. Her tampons went everywhere. And he was <laughs> helpful and tried to, and she got so mad that he was like, oh, here, here he goes. And she's like, ew, you should be grossed out. And he's like, I don't care. What? I mean, it's not used tampons. Like, no. Tampon in the, it's, it's fine. You just pick it up. But why was she carrying a giant trash bag of thousands of tampons? Yeah, That's first not day that- of school. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> That's like, I don't know what school supplies to bring. I will bring no pencils and a thousand tampons. Maybe that's like, look, I'm new. I know I'm different than these Harbor kids. How can I make friends? Everybody's going to need a tampon. Mm. So you just got one for everybody. Or uh, maybe they like pinatas. Mm-hmm. You put that trash bag, you hang it from the ceiling, and then it's tampon time. Look, candy comes and goes. Tampons you can use forever. That's not true, Mike. <laughs> Please throw away your tampons, folks. I think it's true. Uh their lab partnered up, and then they Ryan narks them out because she just does all the work, and he walks up to the teacher and goes, "I just need to check something because I didn't even get to look at that lab report." That's those morals that Sandy has, and I am on Team Ryan on this, I guess, because he does want to become an architect and learn. Okay. Or yes. do you think just let it go? School is here for learning, and integrity is here for having. Sure, but. In that situation where my lab partner does all the work and is kind of smarmy about it, it's like, uh, I already turned it in and you yeah. got an aid. I put your name on it. I'm probably going to say, uh, don't do that again, but this is fine. I'm not going to right. go like get the assignment back is it because the teacher does the thing that you always fear yeah. the teacher's going to do. You have to redo this and extra work. And yeah, and now it's like before it was like probably on a 30 point scale, and mm-hmm. now it's you fail or you pass. And that sucks. Why pass fail? Everyone's like, oh, thank God. That's terrifying. But I feel like this is a teacher in the know. This is a teacher who's walking around and looking at things, and he probably saw that uh, coffee spill, elbow, mm-hmm. tampon, meat cute. And he goes, ooh, I want to be part yeah, of this. Yeah, it's like, He's I, want, a meddler. I want them to learn science, but also, come on. And then when, when Ryan's like, what's your deal? She's like, well, God doesn't give with both hands. Lindsay thinks Ryan is hot. Yes. What a weird thing to admit to somebody. Also, Lindsay thinks that she's ugly because she's only TV hot and not TV hot plus. Well, she is wearing... Jeans that aren't super low riders and just a button-up shirt, which what? is not what Newport's wear. Where's the glasses, Lindsay? Why aren't you wearing the glasses so you Where can take those off? glasses? Well, we all know Ryan would not be interested in anybody with glasses. So um, they find out that they're lab partners, and uh, Ryan, ha- Ryan gets the assignment back. They have to redo it, and Ryan... Was Ryan going to get an A? I think so, because she was like, your work was pretty good. They do it both do chunks and check on each other's. And they did that thing where like, well, you do this half, and then I'll check on yours. Well, I'll check on yours, and then I'll check on your checking or checking on mine. And that was two hours of back and forth, yeah. checking on checking. To the point where in the middle of that two hours, uh, Lindsay does say, I'm not here to make friends. Like, she's on the hills, not on Newport OC. And she doesn't hate Ryan uh, for the coffee elbow tampon. She hates Ryan because he is a water polo player. That has, like, rich parents. She's right. just building a fake Ryan in her head. Right. And so he says, oh, you don't know me. Um, sure, my parents have an infinity pool, but they're not actually my parents. I come from Chino. And then something very strange happens. 
she's like, well, I bet you want you weren't um like you weren't abused by water polo players. I bet you weren't like jumped and uh, beaten up. And he says, no, actually, I, I that did happen to me. And he gloms onto the fact that that did happen to yeah. him. That they totally pass over the fact that Lindsay got attacked by water polo players. No, no, she said that before. She realized he was not a water polo player. Are you sure? Yes. I'm she's pretty saying sure. what happened to him. Or what she's saying when he elbowed her and spilled everything. She, oh, she she's talking about the his attack. attack. Yes. Are you there sure? There was an unaired scene of the water polo team saying, welcome to the OC, bitch, and just taking her out. I really thought for a second that she was <laughs> she wanted to talk about her sexual assault by water polo players. And Ryan's just like, no, I got called a bitch and Puka Shells knocked me in the sand. Which is his most Seth moment of all time. Him just going like, no, happen to me, no. shut up. Me, my, my, how's my hair? <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. I'm glad. I'm glad to clear that up for you. But no matter what, Lindsay is poor. Sure. And she is coming to Newport Harbor because they offer more AP classes. More AP classes. So she can graduate early and get into a college sooner. Okay, I don't know if they said all that. Yeah, uh, it's not just about uh, the credits. It's about, like, I think she wants to skip a year. Okay. And she can do that at Newport Harbor. None of these kids want to be in high school. Mm-hmm. Kids, just stay in high school. I know it sucks, but just stay in. Well, they all drink coffee like they're adults. What? That's crazy. It's going to mess with your spurts of something. <laughs> I don't know which. <laughs> uh, so Ryan and Lindsay start making up. And before that, they Ryan and Marissa have a heart-to-heart outside the bait shop. Because Seth and Summer, this is during the Walkman concert, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they're just talking and they're like, are Seth and Summer ever going to work out? And they keep talking about Seth and Summer, but they're just talking about Ryan and Marissa. They're doing that thing. I have a friend. Oh, come on, guys. But you think because you're naming the friend, we won't know? Like, I don't, are those crazy kids ever going to work it out? Do they have anything in common? At, at one point, Ryan's like, I'm talking about Rhett. No, Cyan. No. At Atwood Seth Machine. And in Ryan's head, he's like, oh, man, what a good convo. We're becoming adults and whistles away. And Mercer's like, we're getting back together. And not adults in the Zach sense. No one can be that adult. No, that's super adult. They didn't read eight papers, but they saw eight papers. They looked they at eight They know papers. those papers exist. Am I going to pay for it? No. Do you think that Ryan's doing that thing where, uh, okay, so she lied about DJ, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't think Ryan cares about... The kissing of a dude. No, I think it's the lie more than and that. the lie. And so, did he? Do you think he did that thing where, like, so I got to make her sweat for a couple days? Like when I said in the last episode, and that's how he talks. He was mm-hmm. like in the last episode He's when the I Deadpool said, of the OC. yeah, um, that maybe like maybe we should not be around each other. Um, that he just needed a couple days of like making her sweat time. Or do you think that he thought like, nope, this is it. I think it's the. I think it started angry, I'm, and that, that like Ryan's got lines. You crossed when you lied. We're done. You're a good person, we're fine, but we're done. I think that's in his head, not realizing he is 16. And she's still Marissa Cooper. And then when he's talking, says, uh, I sort of forget my lie morals and goddamn you're Marissa Cooper. Like, when he sees her again mm-hmm. at the bait shop, is he starting to forget all that stuff? Or is he just doing the nice neighborly? I think nice neighborly. I really? think he's trying to be cool. I did not get that, but you I'm thought rooting, there was some chem. I'm rooting for these kids, and I don't know why they're awful together. So there's chemtrails. Yeah. Uh, so so there it was so much chemistry Marissa's had that when Seth let her know that Ryan's a dork now, which Seth really beat into the ground of this. Uh, he's like on a Saturday. He's at school studying. Uh, she just sees Ryan and Lindsay getting along, mm-hmm. and I guess there was some tickling when she first walked up. They were just studying mm-hmm. or apologizing, be like, "Hey, sorry, I should treat you better." But she hung out because that's what you do at Newport Harbor. Uh, and they started giggling about a pen, and then she looked so upset. And I guess that's better than her storming in, but, like, I don't know. 
Last week we talked about how sometimes you just have chemistry with somebody and they forced lab partners upon you. That doesn't mean anything real is happening. Last week we talked about how Seth sees Summer, Zach, and Mr. Roberts mm-hmm. at the same time that Marissa sees Ryan and Lindsay. Yes. Okay. And I think that when Seth walks in and then sees that and walks away, he's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. They are fine. They are better without Seth. The thing that Marissa sees feels like uh, an overreaction. Yes. I feel like she can see these two people fighting over. Like, they're, they're, they're flirting, mm-hmm. but flirting is it's just flirting. Like, if they were fucking while discussing right. how they should raise their baby, maybe Marissa oh, should walk away. At least call a janitor to clean it up or something. Right. But with how much Marissa and Ryan have been through, I think that she could say, uh, hey, guys, and right. then just start talking right there. But I, I think it's Ryan is so Ryan- and to see him be able to be comfortable with somebody else. And not only that, Ryan and Marissa never flirted. They always were like broody with each other. But Ryan was light and fun. I think that crushed Marissa. She didn't know he had that. That's the thing is that she's not seeing him with another girl. She's seeing him act in a way that she has never like seen before. teenager. <laughs> like a kid with yes. not all the weight of the world on his shoulders. He wasn't like doing that Chino thing of wearing a white beater and eating baked beans out of the can. His head was fully tilted up where a head should be. And sure, he's wearing a brace, but sometimes that's what Chino people need. I mean, you tilt your head to the side for so long, eventually you're going to need to brace it up. As a viewer, whether you want to talk about you as a viewer now or watching this for the first time, are you ready for Marissa to run away and for Ryan and Lindsay to flirt and be friendly? Am I ready? Like, is that interesting to me? For sure, because I don't want... There needs to be propulsion, and so if Lindsay's the propulsion, and right now, uh, I'm just young and dumb, man. I don't know who can be – I in my head, the cast is set. Jimmy Cooper will always be here. These are always going to be our cast of characters. Nobody – if Anna couldn't break through to a regular, nobody can. Uh, so I'm just like, surely Alex and Lindsay will stay for an Oliver amount of time at most and then leave. But, I mean, that's what season two has to offer us, right, is DJ, Zach, Alex, and Lindsay. Yeah. And how the foursome – and they will hang out again in the mall episode, which is like 10, 10 episodes away. But, uh, yeah, they're all going to go these separate ways, and we get to sort of see what they're like around other people. Right. And that's so fun. You find their core personality. What do you bring out just in each other? Who are you actually? I didn't know Ryan could be light. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I, guess, I knew he could be that way with just the Coens, but to have that kind of chemistry and not the flirty, like, it's, it was, I felt so, I just wanted to hug that kid. Thank goodness. You're worried about homework and pens, man. Yeah, seriously. Shit. Do you know what you could or should have been worried about right now? Like, uh, your mom's dirt bike shop. I don't know what they do in Chino, but all the kids that could be yours. Right? Yeah, it's bananas. But now you're just Saturday doing study and stuff. Yeah, I uh, I think that they are all going to be better for this separation. Bo, show. Should I do a tease? Tease. Okay, Mike, Ryan. Nobody knows the awards that we have not given out, and when we come back, all will be revealed. Mike. Ryan. Last award. You ready? Lay it on me, baby. Comics Connection. This is a big one. I don't have one. Do you want to guess what mine is? Yes. Okay. Is it that half this episode did, of course, take place on Apocalypse Dark Seeds Planet? No. Okay, shit. uh, It's actually uh, the band. The Walkman? The Walkman. Who walks the Walkman? (laughs) He's a superhero. And they, of course, the Walkman will walk the Walkman. Who else would okay, do that? Who else would walk the walk? Now? Um, Shannon Lucio, sure. Who plays Lindsay? Okay, was the villain. What in the pilot episode of Marvel's Agents of Shield on ABC? What? 
Do you believe me? No. Do you think I made that shit up? I do. I did. I remember it as the absorbing man. Yes. She was like the one who was making it all happen. Is that true? Yes. Wait, you didn't make it up? I didn't make it I'm up. I'm fucking all confused. Or did I? I did. You're like some sort of Marvel villain right yes, now. Yes, I am Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s villain. Um, that was episode 203. Do you that feel was- good about the second season? I feel, I'm so into it. Do you, I mean, we have a couple options right now. Do you want to continue on with the second season, or should we go back to the first and just give it one more? Let's just do the first, like, just a solid wash through. Really see if we can bring anything else out. Be the Washman? Let's, who washes the Washman? Because they stink. <laughs> do you want to know what's going on next week? Yes, Mike. Next week on the OCD. It's not a date. It's a group hang. So Seth goes with Lindsay, but looks for Summer. Ryan goes with Alex, but would rather be with Lindsay. And Alex, well, stay tuned. The new CEO has a style all her own. I'm very nervous about next week because knowing you and your hosting shit, uh, we're going to have to talk about our own group hangs, like the ones that we went through. Yeah, we Do we ever do one together? No. No? We've never been casually dating at the same exact time. Right. Like so so casual you can't even go on a date date. Uh Uh-huh. That's wild. How about this? Do group hangs happen? I think we're adults. We met more as adults. Fuck that. Fuck being an adult. Before next week. You and I are going on a group hang with girls that we want to make out with, and we're going to let people know what happened. Oh, that's going to be so awkward. I love it. Do you know how to close this show? Of course I do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. No, goodbye from the shit show. Stay gay <laughs> California.